Welcome to the Radically Embodied Love Podcast. Get ready to enter the portal of your cosmic heart so you feel bliss, joy, and union within. With each episode, you will learn practical ways to embody love in your life so it is felt and experienced. Co-hosted by Nasreen Barbeck and Jessica Falcon. Hello, welcome to the Radically Embody Love podcast with myself, Jessica Falcon, co-host Nas Barbic, and a very special guest today, Janie Charlotte, who is an author, transformational coach, and mother who assists others to become the best and highest version of themselves with a healthy balance and mind body and spirit focus which i just love mind body and spirit um we're here on the podcast we're huge fans of combining all because we are multi-dimensional beings we are all of it and so we're excited to have this conversation with janie she's a family nurse practitioner certified in obesity treatment weight management functional nutrition and one of the things I'm excited to dig into a conversation about is a little bit more about your path overall and how you got to become a transformational coach from doing, you know, working in the health field, but also more about your books throughout the conversation, particularly the one called Capacity to Love that Janie wrote with her partner on Twin Flames and what love really is, right? This converse, this conversation is about love like we have a radically embodied love podcast and we've talked in some of our initial episodes about what love is and what it means and what it's not and what it means to radically embody love but to let's just take this even deeper like how does it look with a partner how does it look on a multi-dimensional level i'd love to to get into that conversation but before we go there janie <laughs> that's a lot let's um talk a little bit more about who you are now and what brought you here well, thank you guys so much for having me. Um, it's a pleasure. I love talking about love. So, you know, this feels really good to be here talking about this. Um, I am a family nurse practitioner and I am certified in weight management and uh, treatment in obesity. And um, and I am certified in functional nutrition. So I've been in healthcare for 20 plus years. Uh, so that has a lot to do with healing, right? Um, but however, in the West, we we focus a lot on symptoms only. So through my own uh, journey of tons and tons of patients and patients to heal on a deeper, deeper level, I started to tap into something that was a little bit more deeper. And um, no matter race, no matter gender, no matter culture, um, I started to realize that if I could show these people love, but mostly the love that they already have within them, that it could also help them to heal themselves, that I was just the conduit. I was just helping them to see what they already had, right? So that's kind of where the journey began. But uh, you mentioned the book, Capacity to Love and Twin Flame. That was my own personal, I think, dark night of the soul. All right. That was where I was married. 
in a second marriage and I thought I had crossed my T's, dotted my I's, did everything. And very early on in the marriage, I started to feel that it was very conditional. So it was about the check marks. It was about, you know, we're doing these things, but it wasn't something very deep and very unconditional. And so I I told my spouse at the time, hey, I'm growing spiritually and I really need to see what spirit is trying to tell me. And that didn't sit well with his his version of marriage at the time. So I had to make a decision and um, it took it took about a year for me to decide what I needed to do. But in that seeking, I went within. Um, I really, truly went within and I really asked the most high, I want a love that I could feel at the pits of my soul. And that was my exact words. And boy, did my life and everything started to change. Things were breaking down, right? Uh, You know, the marriage, of course, dissolved. My father passed away. I was working full time in a healthcare system. I took the complete leap and left that because I wanted to practice healing on a very multidimensional way, mind, body, spirit. And all of that was breaking down. But at the same time, I was reforming into this most profound, unconditional, divine love that I'd never felt before in my life. So that is how all of this other stuff was birthed, the books and the way I run my business now with a mind, body, spirit focus, how I treat patients um, on all levels. And um, that's where I'm at now. And also meeting my twin flame, because in that I had to become love. I had to purify my heart. I had to balance my own masculine and feminine energies within myself. And then I was a magnet to my divine masculine counterpart. And when we met, it was it was a it was tons of signs, synchronicities. It was definitely a magnetizing thing. Um before we came into union, I was seeing 444. 444. That was everywhere. I mean, I would look up at the microwave, it was 444. I'd get in my car, it was 444. I would pull up behind the car, it was the license plate number was 444. So in reconstructing my business, um, he a part of what he did as a passion was king. And we had seen each other in passing, but we didn't know each other. But I was able to really feel his soul through how he presented his food, how he how he put so much energy into the food. And initially, I just wanted somebody I could refer my, my weight management clients to. I mean, that's really what it was. So the meeting was set up for a collaboration, a business collaboration. But when we met, and the first time I talked to him was on the phone, and something in his voice, my cells started to vibrate. And that had never happened to me ever. And I've been married twice. And even with those husbands, that has never happened to me before. So I was like, that's different. And I hung up the phone and I was like, that is different. That is totally different. So we met again and uh, it was a business meeting, but it it totally 
went left into a whole spiritual conversation. I mean, he was very much awakened to synchronicities, to multidimensional spirituality, and very quickly, he took me deeper and higher, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. And um, the more we began to speak the more we realized how our lives had been very parallel, um, although we had not known each other at all. We've, we've crossed each other many times, but we didn't know each other. Um, and then when we came into union, he started, his number has always been 1111. So he was telling me how he was seeing 1111 everywhere. When we started to communicate and our, our aura started to cross, I started seeing 1144. He would see 1144. And of course, it's a very strong connection, but I didn't want to intertwine physical desires with a beautiful spiritual unfolding. So I said, let's Let's keep moving. Let's keep searching. Let's keep looking. During this whole process, we would send each other books. We would send each other podcasts. We would talk. We would uh, put our notes together. We would have conversations that went beyond the cosmos, literally. Um, and then it just, it grew and it grew exponentially. And then I started to have dreams and visions of things that would happen um, concerning him. Uh, specifically, I remember, you know, that he would be speaking in front of a large group of men. But one of the things I saw in the vision was a Y symbol. And later that happened. But the Y symbol was a part of the branding that this company asked him. So I was like, that's exactly what I saw in my vision, in my dream. So the more these things were unfolding and happening, the more I questioned, because after two marriages, you're like, you gotta be sure. Um, but the one thing with this situation that I had not done before was truly go within and seek to this extent. And I mean, really get answers in visions and dreams and synchronicities that I had never had before. And it was not just me feeling these things. He was also experiencing these things as well. So that's a pretty good synopsis of how I ended up here. <laughs> what a journey, Jenny. Yeah, it's been a journey. It has. And I can totally resonate uh, with being in a relationship that you don't feel the connection and the spiritual connection that you're seeking and as you're growing and the other person is not it, it makes it really hard to keep going and you following your own heart and following your own path usually causes the other side to dissolve by itself when you're not in union really in true um, union so I love your story and um, would you say in a way you let go and got to know yourself. And as you were saying that you find the love within and doing that um, caused you to actually find the one that is vibrating in the same level as you were. 
Yeah. So in my second marriage, because before getting married the second time, it was literally almost 10 years. So I had done a lot of self-discovery, a lot of self-work. Um, I've worked on myself a lot. But what I realized was that, you know, I was doing that work, but then my fiance, although it appeared like he was doing that work, he really wasn't doing the work. So when we did get married, I was okay with us not being at the same speed, but I needed to know that you were open to doing the work. And he he made it clear that that was not the path he wanted to take. And I was okay with that. And one of the things during that time that I constantly got from spirit was, it's okay to do anything and say anything in love. So when the marriage, when we decided that, you know, this was not, we're not on the same page, I made sure to leave that relationship in love and wish him well and wish him peace and wish him love along the way, whatever love that is, that is going to be best for him. And that's how that marriage ended. So I left that situation in love. And so my heart was already open. And I just realized that I just need the right fit. Someone that is truly open on the same vibration as I was. So, yeah. I think it's a really big misconception that we have to stop loving someone to leave them. And it's very common. I know I struggled with it myself and my marriage because I still loved him and I will always have divine love for him. I recognize his soul. I recognize his divinity. I'm so grateful for all that I learned from the relationship as I hear you saying the same things. And I left not because I stopped loving him, but because I began to truly love myself enough to say I'm worthy of experiencing what I truly desire in a relationship and what I am worthy of experiencing, period. And it's not here because he hasn't done the work. He hasn't developed the capacity. And, and so we have to make those choices. And as you said earlier, you know, things start falling away when you say, I commit to love, I devote to love, I want to know this deep love. I think you said in the pit, that yeah. kind of love, right? That requires that all that is not in alignment has to dissolve, it has to fall away because we cannot expand and come into that love if we're holding on to what is not love, if we're holding on to the false old versions of ourselves, which is so key, I believe, to any transformation that when we transform, we're not becoming something different. We're not becoming another person, right? We're not becoming another person's idea or this idea we have in our mind of who we are. We are mostly transforming by releasing all we're not, releasing the layers, releasing the identities, releasing the beliefs. And then the more we release, the more we release, the more we release, the more we come back into who we truly are. Right on. Yeah, that's exactly it. And um, I was there, I was surrendered to love and I was ready for a very deep, soulful love that was not based on conditions, not if, you know, I lost my job or, you know, if I put on 10 pounds or, you know, if I'm 
don't have makeup on. I just didn't want that. You know, I've been through that, didn't want that. And I was ready. I was ready for that. And yes, I had to release everything that was no longer serving me. And that relationship was a great relationship. I learned a lot from it. I told him that. I think that we came as far as we could. And I hope that he learned some things from me. And I wished him love. And that was it. And it opened the door for me to magnetize my my true love. Yeah. So Jenny, tell us a little bit more about your book. And what do you mean by Twin Flame? So it's called Capacity to Love, An Awakening to Unconditional Love. And Jessica kind of hit on it. It is about capacity. And sometimes your capacity to love does not match the other person's capacity. And that is okay. But just because I have an ocean of capacity and you have a teacup does not mean that I should not get what I need. I need that ocean and you may need that teacup because my ocean may drown you. So it is about building the capacity. And the book goes into through life, although things may appear to be testing us and to be awful at the moment, but all of this is building our capacity to love. So the divorce, you know, maybe the childhood molestation or rape, or maybe, you know, the, the difficult child, or whatever it is you're experiencing, maybe uh, whatever it is, all of these things, these experiences is to build our capacity to love. But what we often do is we see the lack in ourselves and we miss out on that catalyst to build our capacity to love. So that's capacity. Um, I go into what is love on a very energetic and vibrational uh, definition, right? Uh, about it is, there's many emotions that we experience because emotions is just energy in motion. And we feel that, right? And vibration is one of the highest vibrations you can feel Unconditional love is one of the highest vibrations you can feel. And when you tap into that energy and that emotion, you are tapping into infinite intelligence. You are tapping into the vibration of God, right? And then I talk into how many of us come into this. Everyone has a different catalyst. For me, it was meeting another soul, a soul that was so recognizable to me. Like I said, from the tone of his voice, my cells started to vibrate. In his presence, I could feel our energies pulling towards each other. And then when we left, I felt a decrease in energy. So a catalyst, right, was meeting of another soul. Twin flame journey is not everyone's journey. Uh, it is, it's, if it's a part of your spiritual blueprint, then you will know, right? At the end of the day, we're all here to come into our own unconditional divine love that is for self, that is a part of the most high, right? The true flame is just a way to, for both souls, 
to constantly mirror and keep growing that unconditional love for each other and for themselves, most importantly. So it is a it's a spiritual blueprint. It's not everybody's journey, but it is. But if it is your journey, you will know. You will definitely know because it's a deep soul knowing. I love that the um, capacity to love when you talked about the ocean versus the teacup. The yeah. you know I have this ocean of love and this ocean of capacity, but it will drown the other who only has the teacup. And to recognize that is is not judgment, it is truth. It is being discerning about this isn't a match for either person to be true to who they are and to come into union. And so, because so often, I think a lot of people get wrapped up in, oh, this is, you know, my soul, uh, twin flame or my soulmate, I couldn't think of the word soulmate. And, and, and then they forget that it that we have many soulmates i believe a twin flame is different which i'd love to hear a little bit more about your particular definition of that difference but when we have a soulmate for example i hear a lot of people say oh but he's my soulmate so they go through all this this uh depth and darkness and they keep telling themselves i did the same thing oh but it's my soulmate so it's okay if i'm sacrificing it's okay if i'm hurting it's okay if i'm drowning in despair because oh it's my soulmate right and we forget what you said, which is so critical to remember in the context of relationships, it is also to build love for oneself. It is not at the expense of the self. And that is the key difference that I think really highlights what is true love and what is not. That's so true. I believe we have a lot of soulmates. I believe soulmates and twin flames are a little bit different. Soulmates are, are, they come here because you guys have similar lessons to learn, right? And I think past relationships, I was able to learn those lessons and move on. That's why you see a lot of people who are married 20 years and then divorce, because it was a lesson that both of them needed to learn at the time. That lesson was served and they go on to the next lesson. The difference now, and that's, and again, that's a lesson that both people have to learn. The difference that I have found with Twin Flame is that you both are actually have a major purpose in helping to awaken humanity to unconditional love because you have awakened that within yourself. And you have balanced the polarities individually and collectively. And now you anchor down that into the relationship and you embody that and you keep that energy in the earth as a conduit. So one is soulmates is to help us grow and build that capacity. And we can, it could be our mother, it could be our father, it could be our child, it could be a friend, it could, tons of them. Everybody, I think our relationships is about mirroring, right? But the twin flame is quite different because you guys are here on a, a service to humanity. So it's more like a calling? It definitely, 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 for sure. I was definitely called and initiated and I didn't know what the heck was happening but I trusted I trusted I kept going within I kept asking for answers and clues and I, I was I mean it was literally um it was literally 
an unfolding and a trusting and a constant surrendering and knowing that all is well and that you're on the right track. But the biggest misconception, and you you guys probably seen it, is that you may hear, oh, you know, the runner and the chaser with the twin flame union and, you know, oh, I'm not with my twin flame. Well, that's because somebody is not doing their work. Somebody is not healing. Somebody is not doing the work to serve the union for the for the purpose of humanity. And that's and that's the bottom line. So in the beginning, Russell, who is my twin flame, co-author of the book, we had some mirroring, but it was very recognizable. We both saw it. We worked in ourselves to clear it, to heal it, and to better serve the union so that we could keep on the mission. And um, it's been a beautiful, beautiful journey. I have never, other than the unconditional divine love for myself and in my heart that is bestowed on me every single day from the divine, this real, this other earthly relationship with a divine masculine is by far the most amazing love experience I've ever had in my entire life. I'd love to, it's so beautiful to hear your story, by the way. <laughs> I love hearing about the, the, the journey that you have really devoted to being on in this twin flame union that you're in, because it is a journey as you're sharing. And it really is this, this expansion. I keep hearing you say that word expansion and that both of you are choosing, right? When things come up, to bring it back into union, to bring it back into union. And that union includes each of you individually and then coming together to create the third into that sacred union, to that twin flame union. And, you know, one of the things I'd love to talk a little bit more about and ask you more is this capacity to love, right? This expansion of this capacity to love. Because one of the things I notice is that you know, many years ago, I would be like, oh, wow, they have such a big heart. But they would have so many beliefs that kept their heart closed. So they would have so much armoring, right? And as we expand into and embody love and come into our true divine power and our sovereignty, all that sheds away. How do you look at that? Because I know how I look at that, right? Is like certain shedding of the belief, shedding of the armoring, shedding of why all the false identities. But how would you describe the or counsel people to expand their capacity mm -hmm. to love so they can experience that both within themselves and with another? Yeah, so that's tough because you have to be willing. I mean, if someone off the top is close, I cannot force my will on that person. Because then that takes me out of unconditional love. So I drop a seed and I and I hope that that seed flourish and grow. And then they may come back for another seed, right? Um, so we can't force that upon anyone. However, I will say that you are literally restricting yourself in so many ways by holding on to beliefs. Um, 
Every day, I try to create a clean slate every single day. And even at the end of the day in my shower, because my shower is my cleansing, I use my imagination I, all the time. So when I'm showering, I'm cleansing energy off of me. I'm cleansing the day. I'm cleansing my thoughts. I'm cleansing. I'm giving back energy that I might have taken. You know, I'm pulling back energy to myself. Um, we have to remain open. We have to. I like to say, be open to everything and attached to nothing. That's pretty much my motto. And I live by that. And I'm challenged. I'm challenged all the time. We see things, we look on social media, you know, we see people saying terrible things and I'm challenged every day, but I keep coming back here and I only do what, what, what I could do. I have a small part a small mission, although it seems like a big mission, but it's a small part because we all play a part. So I don't put on um, the need to save the world. I do my small part and I do it well. And that's it. And I allow everybody else to grow and to evolve in the time. When people are ready for that next seed, they will come. Like they say, the, uh, the teacher will, will appear when the student is ready. Yeah, I I love that. And I believe that it's not that we can force anybody unless they're ready and they're open. And then basically it's a waste of time trying to make somebody wanting something different if they're not ready. So that's absolutely, I agree. And as you were saying, I was thinking, yeah, I think the best thing we can do is just our own self becoming the best version of ourselves. And show up that way, which will encourage others. I know I've seen this many times that want the same thing as you have because they see the joy in you, they see the peace in you, and they they become curious. And that's when they can be open to receive. That's it. I think we have to be it. And that, honestly, when I was going through this, this awakening um, to unconditional love, that is what spirit kept telling me. Just be it, be it, just be it. Because my energies were very sensitive. I was very sensitive to low vibrations. I was like sensitive to family members. I was sensitive to everybody. Cause you know, when you're awakening, it's like, oh my God, your filter is off. The lens is off and it's very, your energy's like this. So I said, I have to get a grip. I have to figure out how do I, be in a world who is that's based on fear while I'm awakening to unconditional love. How do I exist? How does this happen? And spirit kept telling me, be it, be that, embody it, exude it, radiate it. And I said, well, that's easy because I could stay in my love and my joy and my peace all day long. And that's what I do. And then the people that that are truly wanting and seeking, I, of course, open up my heart and try to guide them in the best way, according to my consciousness at the time, for sure. I couldn't agree more. I remember, you know, one of my big realizations around that, because it is very hard. We can't pretend it's not difficult to to live in a world rooted in so much fear and it's not natural to who we truly are and so it's it can feel painful and 
one of the things that really helped me because I was such a sensitive child as well. And just, I really kind of curled inward toward myself to try to protect myself because I felt all this darkness around me. And it was so incongruent with what I felt inside of me. And what you said around, you know, spirit was saying to you, be it, right? Don't let it in. And that is, that is the key because when we are shining and radiating the light and truth of who we are, our true divinity, our true love, we are that, then we start part of that transformation is we start pushing out what is not that within ourselves, but it also means that we don't let the fear in. And it's almost like keeping the eyes in to your truth, to your light, to your soul, to your divine connection, and not looking to the world for that truth, but emanating out who you be rather than taking in. And for me, I hear you saying that was the big shift. And for me, it was similar. And I'm just reiterating this for the listeners that this really is so important to radiate how who you are and not take in, take in, take in, because your truth lives inside of you. The divine is inside of you. Love is inside of you. It is who and what you are. And to keep your awareness and attention and focus on that is your power. That's exactly right. And maybe for the listeners, you can describe or give a piece of practical advice, right? Because we're talking about it. It sounds wonderful. A tool that they could use that you've used or something that they can remember and come back to when they're struggling with this. Um, are you asking in radiating? Or are you asking in being it or in which capacity? Yeah, the being and radiating of to stay true to really oneself, right? Like whether it be a meditative tool or an energetic tool or a mantra, maybe that helped you. Yeah, that's a great question. Um, definitely, I I mentioned earlier, I do tons of energy clearing because I do work with a lot of patients, both in person and virtual. I touch patients, you know, listening to their heart rate and things like that. So I am constantly surrounded by the energy of others. Our imagination is so important. Literally, our imagination is our key to divinity. So use your imagination. Um, a lot of times, I just recently traveled and I was in the airport. I was in Las Vegas, tons of people on a tour. I will envision white lights around me or my family for protection right? To keep us wrapped up in our own energy so that nothing, you know, energy can, um, can penetrate what we have going on, right? Because a lot of times when we have bad encounters is, is most likely not you, it's them. They're just projecting what they're feeling onto you, right? I've also learned how to save space for people. So if you are around someone and you know that they're projecting their hurt, their pain, their guilt, their shame, their low vibrations onto you, just save space. Just listen and just reiterate, I'm sorry you're feeling that way. 
perhaps look at it this way and give them a different perspective with the higher vibration, right? I've learned to just hold space because people are really um, in pain and people are on different uh, journeys of healing, different things. I mean, you know, a lot of childhood issues. So I've learned to save space, right? I, I definitely meditate. That is how I am constantly doing my own heart checks. That's how I'm constantly staying in alignment with the divine. Alignment is a word I use all the time. And I know when I'm out of alignment by how I feel. So if my energy is low, if I'm feeling mm, a little snappy, if I'm wanting to be judgmental, if I'm, you know, I'm constantly checking myself, constantly. And okay, Janie, why do you feel this way? Why are you, why do you say this about this person? Because we have to constantly check ourselves. Almost everything we do is mirror our projection. So all of these things I do to, to stay in alignment with divine love. Is it easy? No, but I've gotten a whole lot better. I've gotten a whole lot better. I know how to protect my energy. I know how to release energy. I know how to cleanse my energy. I know how to say no. And all of these things is building the capacity building your capacity and holding that divine love. And the more I also seek guidance from my angels and my guys and the divine, the stronger and the stronger I get. Yeah. Thank you, Jenny, for sharing some of your practices. That all sounds amazing. And the key is just be aware, aware of, as you said, you know, internally what's going on within you. And also um, the awareness that not everybody is in the same journey and holding on and space doesn't mean that you break your boundary, but you, you're just there to listen and witness. And, you know, that way you also protecting your own energy and you very much aware what you need and what you want to be in your best self. And that's beautiful. So yeah. I think, uh, go ahead. I was just going to say, I, I like to observe, but not absorb, mm -hmm. not take on their pain and their suffering, just observe and then give good, solid advice, but I don't have to take it on. And I think that's another thing. Many people who are empaths are, mm -hmm. are on this journey and haven't quite, you know, they're, they do this, they're up and down with their energy and they're not holding solid is because they haven't one put those boundaries like you mentioned because that's so important but then they're they're absorbing too much mm -hmm. you can't absorb everybody yeah and that's also internally we witness there's sadness arises but we don't need to identify with it that's when the suffering happens just keeping that space you know the same way yeah that is so true yeah, so I think one thing we didn't talk about, and I'd like to just know a little bit more about your holistic way of, uh, you know, in healthcare and people that you work with. And how do you bring this aspect of a spirituality into the healing journey? Yeah, so I, um, I've been in healthcare a long time, and uh, I do prescribe medication, right? 
Um, I've that's my education. I've been taught that way. We treat symptoms. Um, but as just growing spiritually myself, I wanted to practice healthcare on a more holistic way. And that's, you know, holistic whole, because I don't know why we spell holistic with H-O-L-I-S-T-I-C. I'm like, no, we need whole. We need a whole person, right? So I'm like, how could I incorporate this? I've always, um, I've always loved to be in alignment. So it was very hard for me to, let's say, work on oncology floor and then come home to, you know, my life where I'm eating healthy, working out, doing these things. I needed complete alignment. And I, I think a lot of us don't realize how that affects us. If what you're doing for your job 40 hours a week is in complete opposite of what your soul is calling you to do, you're going to have a constant tug of war internally. So I was like, nope, I need everything like this. I need it in my career. I need it in my life. I need it in my relationship. I need it with my friends. I need a complete alignment with what my soul is telling me to do. So a part of you know, everything falling apart was, I said, I'm not going to work a full-time job. I'm, I'm going to figure it out on my own. And I did that. I established my weight management clinic and it, I established it on the principles of mind, body, spirit. So I help patients to develop the right thoughts, the right mindset, because the body follows the mind. Everything starts in the consciousness. Everything starts in your thoughts. Everything starts in the mind. But in in typical healthcare, that is not taught. You know, that's not taught. It's people are not even connected to their bodies. You know, they they can have a headache and have no idea that oh, I had dairy today. I'm sensitive to dairy. People are disconnected. So my aim is to help connect all of that together, mind, body, spirit, so that you can have complete wellness and wholeness and not just, you know, my head hurt. That's something different. I have nerve issues. That's something different. My heart, something different. No, like we are, we're multidimensional, but every single cell in your body is contributing to the whole right? So if my lungs are not functioning, my heart, my heart won't function right. My kidneys, my liver, everything has a job, but it is to contribute to the whole body. So that is, that's where I just, I put it all together and I really just created uh, a practice in, in how I, I want to truly help people. And it, it's been a wonderful, wonderful journey. People are very open to it. And I'm able to blend science and holistic wellness. And I, and I absolutely love it. It gives me the, the greatest, uh, I guess it's the best of both worlds. But I can say, hey, you know, here's a prescription. However, let's do this. Let's try this. They'll take that prescription, but then that didn't work. And then they end up wanting to do the long way. Because that's another thing. We're in a world where people want quick fixes. They want to be healed right away. You, you know, I tell people, sleep is a part of healing. You can't heal if you don't rest. So 
it's been a beautiful journey, but that's how I have blended it all together. And it's beautiful because the soul often will create health challenges to get the attention or to offer the opportunity to heal a deep soul wound that might exist in that part of the body. And so I love that you've created this ability for people to really look at the deeper levels of what's happening in their body. And as you said at the beginning, to bring love into that, because love is that healing force to bring that awareness, to bring that love into the healing journey so that they're not just healing on the physical level, but they're also healing the body and the soul simultaneously because they are they are truly interconnected. And I'd love to know for the sake of time how our listeners can reach you, where they can find you, where they can read this fabulous book, The Capacity to Love. Yeah, so my website is nphired.com. So that's nursepractitionerhired.com. I have every, you could go there and have access to books and everything else. I'm on Instagram at nursepractitioner underscore hire. Send me a DM, any questions. I, I love connecting. You know, I love meeting people. I love, um, especially on a level that is truly meaningful and from the heart. I love learning from people as well. You know, we never stop learning. I'm learning every day. You could also get the book on Amazon. All of the books are there. Um, Capacity to Love. I have seven steps to master emotions. That was also a, a download from spirit because mastering our emotions is the first step into self-mastery. It is literally the first step. And in order to open up that heart, you have to master your emotions. And then I have a, a cookbook. It's a, a healthier you cookbook and it, I have tons of recipes and it gives you all of the, the health benefits of the meals and how it, it could just really enter because food is energy food is alive food is feeding us food is consciousness it's knowledge it gives us it gives us information so it's so important that we we're putting in good nutritious food that's going to help awaken our dna and and raise our vibrations so um but yeah any of those places you guys could reach out to me at any time thank you jenny love it all and i personally want to thank you for doing what you're doing and you're serving thank in you. a great way the health and all all the things that you do holistically is beautiful. We definitely will put all those information in our show notes so they can uh, have access to all of this. Um, Jessica, would you like to add anything else? And Jenny, for the, you know, anything else that we missed and you'd like to share before we say goodbye? But, you know, I leave everyone with this tidbit that you're never in lack. You already have everything that you need inside so what you may see any of us here doing you know Nas or Jessica or myself doing may seem like wow that's amazing but we need everyone out here doing their part right we need everyone to awaken and to figure out what their part is in this awakening, because we're all not serving the same purpose. You know, I'm here bridging in holistic and science. You know, Jessica is doing her thing and Nas, 
you have a purpose too, and it's already inside of you. And you're never in lack. And I think it's so important that we operate from that. And that's, I leave everyone with that. You already have whatever you need inside, for sure. Such a beautiful way to end this potent conversation. It's been such a pleasure to have you, Janie, and to have this conversation around all things love and twin flames and holistic healing and health and please check out Janie's website get her instagram say hello check out her books it's been an honor to have you and all the links are going to be below in the show notes so thank you to all for being here for listening and take Janie's advice and really sit with what is it that your soul wants you to bring forth what is your unique gift and know that you have the resources and tools to live that truth so much love thank you everyone